working the miraculous among us. It's, a, it's an awesome time. And I want to continue this Sunday. In fact, I want you to look with me in the scripture. And I want to show you how God is ready to increase your provision. How God's miraculous intervention will increase your provision. He'll do it. Come on, pray with me. Father, in Jesus' name, may our eyes be open. And may our ears be attuned to your voice. May our heart be, our hearts be postured to obey you. For this we give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' name. And amen. When you look at the scripture in Luke chapter 5, it's an amazing scene because in the scene, Jesus is by the lake and the multitudes have pressed him to hear what he has to say. And there's nowhere to go. There's nothing behind him but sea and the, and the crowds are increasing. And so in order for everyone to hear, he notices two boats. You'll find this in Luke chapter 5 in the first three verses. He looks and he sees these boats that are on the shore and near them the fishermen are cleaning their nets. And, and the scriptures indicate that they, those fishermen had been fishing all night but it caught nothing. And so as discouraged I'm sure as they were, disappointed I'm sure they were, they were cleaning their nets to try again. Nobody wants to go home empty handed after working so hard. And yet, that's what they faced. Jesus comes on the scene. The crowd is pressing toward him. And without provocation, he just steps into the boat. And the boat that Jesus steps in is Peter's. And Peter, of course, would raise his head to see who's in my boat, if that's the way you make a living. And sure enough, the Lord looked at Peter. Peter looked at him, curious, of course, as he was. The Lord said... Simon, that's his name before he was called Peter. Simon, put out into the deep and let down. He says, and I want you to let down your nets for a catch. Before Jesus gave him that command, he first had to pull away from the shore and Peter had to sit there while Jesus finished his message. I don't know how long he was, but I'm sure of one thing, Peter probably was not that interested. And though he sat there politely and accommodated the master, it's when the Lord looked at him and said, all right, Peter, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Made no sense. Look at verse five. Simon said, master, we have worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down my nets. And when they had done so, the Bible says, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners and to the others, come with the boat, come, help us. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. We call that a net-breaking, boat-sinking harvest. What a provision. And so, and so it was Simon, he was astonished, he was amazed. 
at what had happened. And it's true that Simon, though discouraged as he might have been, having caught nothing, listened to the command of Jesus. Miracles, you see, this is a season of miracles. Miracles happen in spite of our doubts if we'll just listen to what God is saying. If we'll just hear what command he's giving us. Simon was not impressed with Jesus' command to put out from the shore, but nevertheless, he did so. And when the Lord says, Simon, I want you to put your nets down for a catch, I'm sure he was even less impressed being a fisherman as he was. He knew it's not, it's not that, that's not the best time of day to catch fish. But I want you to watch how a miracle works and how God will work a miracle in this season in your life. What is he telling you to do? He told Simon, Simon, I need you, I need you to row out just a little bit from the lake into the sea so that I may speak. Simon, who I'm sure was wrestling in his heart, how do I, do I, do I keep this command? Is that what I need to do? He decides to do it. It's amazing, it's amazing what happened. You see, miracles happen when we obey God's commands. You know, the Lord desires to deliver us from our fears and teach us how. He de teaches us how to obey him. He wants to deliver you and I from being afraid to do what he says. And even more than that, he wants our ears and hearts to be open to what he's commanding us. For the Lord is speaking, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us now. What is he telling you to do? What is it that you need God to do? What is your lack? Where have you not received what you anticipated? In what area are you disappointed? I, I, can, just, I can just hear their conversation by the side of the water, cleaning, picking out the debris from their nets and mending them so that when they ever, whenever they do have a catch, the nets don't break. And yet, Jesus interrupts their tedious, boring task and says, I need your boat. And it's interesting that when the Lord wants to work a miracle of provision in your life, he will speak to you about what you already have. When he spoke to Peter, he said, Peter, I want you to take the boat you make a living with. I want you to take that boat and I need you just to put out a little bit from the shore so I can speak to these people. It's amazing that Simon, he did it. But I wonder about you. Would you have done it? Would you, would you lend the Lord? Would you give to the Lord? Would you, would you put in the Lord's hands what you have? Would you obey him? Because he's speaking. The Holy Spirit will speak to the body of Christ now. He will speak to you. What is it that, what is it that God wants to use that you have? What is it that God wants to make useful for the kingdom? what you have made useful for your living. Yeah, I can imagine how many of you may have doubt in your heart. When God gives that kind of, of command to you, when he gives you that kind of command, sometimes it's your logic that fights your faith. When you wonder, I don't know, well, Lord, you, you really want me to do that? You really want me to lend this? You really want me to give that? It is amazing, though, that when you want an increase 
And this is the way it works in God's kingdom. When you want to increase, God will call upon that which you already have. For those of you that have a great need and you need God to do something, the real question is, what do you already have that God wants to use? You know, you don't get the provision until you obey his voice. You don't get to walk in the, 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 the miraculous. You don't get to see it unless you're willing to do the, the, the doable. That which you can do. When God asks you, do what you are able to do. And when you do what you're able to do, God will do what you're unable to do, what he is only able to do. In the body of Christ right now, there's a great need for increase. Some of you here, you're listening to me today, you need tremendous increase. Others of you, you've had a desire for God to give that overwhelming, that net-breaking, boat-sinking kind of provision. But you don't get that until we obey him and do what he says. You know, many are not able to receive because they don't have the capacity to receive. They, 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 their capacity is so low. Their thinking's so small. They think that God has to operate like them. It's a big mistake when you think that the only way God can, can bless you or the only way you can be blessed is if you do it through natural ways and natural forms and natural laws. A miracle is God working outside of that, doing what you're unable to do for yourself. What's the key to receiving that? You know, those of you that are watching right now, put it in the chat. What do you need God to do that you're unable to do? Some of you may have been for a long time desiring God to do that exceedingly abundantly above, but nothing has happened. It's a powerful thing when God starts calling, when he starts calling on where you are and what you have. I want you to hear it today because, you know, this is a time when the Lord is ready to answer. But before he answers, he will give a command. I'm, 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 I'm praying for you. I trust you're able and willing to meet that command and answer that command. And yes, do exactly what God is saying for you to do. Jesus, you know, his ability to provide is overwhelming. But the question is, is your desire for what you want, is that desire overwhelming? Because if it is, then the Lord, he will, he will meet that need by asking you for something. Asking you to use what you already have. This is, this is exactly what happens to Peter. Would you notice when the Lord um, said, Peter, now I'm, I'm through speaking now, but I want you to go out even deeper. So Peter has to get himself together. I guess he thought, well, I've come this far. I might as well do the rest. What have I got to lose, even though he told Jesus? And by the way, the Lord was not moved with, with Peter's pessimism. The Lord wasn't upset with him because he said, well, Lord, I just don't know how you're going to do it. I don't, I, I'm a fisherman. Nothing, I've, no, but we've caught nothing. This is not the time to catch fish. Jesus said, and I want you to hear it. What is he speaking to you? Put out, put out, to the deep, into the deep and let down your nets 
It sounds similar to that miracle he worked at the, at the wedding when he said, dip the pitchers in the water and serve out of the wine pitchers this water to your guest. And they were probably thinking, well, we're going to be embarrassed. They're not asking for water. They're asking for wine. But by the time they obeyed and poured the, when the, when the water came out the pitcher, sometime, some split second, I don't know how God did it. But when he, by the time it comes out of the pitcher, it's wine and it's the best wine. And in this case, the Lord says, Peter, put your net out there. I know you have nothing. I know it's not time. I know that this is not convenient nor traditional. This is not the way it normally works but the one who's talking to you is not normal and not traditional and Jesus says put it out what is the Lord asking you to put out what net is he asking you to spread what action is he asking you to take this is a season of miracles but you got to obey him if you want to get the miracle and so it is that's exactly what he did he grabs the net. They have a specific way to do that. They sling the net out. By the time that net hit the water, the net sunk and it was so full, the side of the boat jerks and it feels like it's going to tip over. And Peter knows that feeling. And he grabs the net and he starts signaling to his friends, hey, come on, help me, help me. And they know that sound. And they jumped in their boats and they rowed out to them to help. And by the time they get there, it's so many fish, they fill both boats. I wonder, I wonder whether when God meets your need, how many other people's needs are going to be met through yours. When God does a miracle for you, it's not just for you. In this season of miracles, obey God. More people than you know will be blessed other than yourself. And they don't know what to do. They are, the Bible says they are astonished. They're shocked. And in the midst of, of trying to keep those nets from breaking in order to hold this harvest, Peter comes to himself and he realizes this is so unnatural. I want to tell you a, a miracle is not natural. A miracle is supernatural. And he realizes the enormity of what has happened. And it's, when you read the text, it says, when, when Simon Peter saw this, verse 8, he, he said, he fell at Jesus' knees. God's provision will show you where it's in your heart. God's provision will humble you. Peter now, it says, at Jesus' knees, he says to the Lord, Lord, go away from me. I, I, I'm, he said, I am a sinful man. He recognizes his own sin in the presence of the one who does miracles. And when God works a miracle, it will reveal what's in your heart. He, he, doesn't, he knows this person who said this is not, is not of this world. And it is interesting that it's the revelation of who Jesus Christ really is was given to Peter. Thou art the Christ, Peter said later on, the son of the living God. His first glimpse of who Jesus was was right there, right there in the midst of a miracle before Peter has any kind of real conversion. And on his knees, clinging to the Lord, he says, Lord, go away from me. I'm sinful. I'm not, I'm not worthy to be in your presence. And it's really interesting what Jesus said. It said, it said this is amazing. 
the Lord says to Simon, Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. Oh my God. Isn't it amazing? Jesus took the natural, worked the supernatural to show, to show, G, to show Peter what his kingdom was really like. And here he is. He realizes the one whom I'm before is not like anyone else. Not like anything else. You know what? Is it possible that God wants to work this provision of miracle, miracle of provision in your life because he wants to show you who he really is. He wants others to know who he really is. You know, in this season of so-called COVID pandemic that shut us up and shut us out and separated us, shut down businesses and created more unemployment and created crises of relationships, crises of addiction and crises of child abuse. Oh, we need, Father, a miracle of provision. Oh, if we could have somebody who would listen to God and obey Him. I think you ought to open your heart in prayer to God. Ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to do? I need a miracle of provision. Whatever you ask me to do, that's what I'll do. I pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. That by God's mercy and by God's grace, you have the courage to obey him. Simply do what he asks you. In the same way that Mary, Jesus' mother, said to, said to the servants, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Let those words come to you today. That you might participate in the most incredible providence of, of what you need that you've ever experienced. This is time right now for those of you that have a lack and you have a great need. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you would hear the word of the Lord and that you would hear what God is speaking to you and that you, by courage, would be obedient because you trust him. And that God would break through for you. Your breakthrough would be glorious over your life, over your family, over your, over your ministry for those of you that are in ministry vision would come and the increase would astound you and you would prepare yourself as Peter was prepared in fact he was so impressed he was so moved that the Bible says he left his nets and he followed Jesus at the end of the day when God works the miracle and so you will follow him even so let it be let it come father for all who pray and obey let it be so in the name of Jesus.